Hi, I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Hey loves, so excited to be here with you today from sunny Florida where the people are beautiful and the sun is always shining. I am here with one of my favorite guests in the world. Introduce yourself. Hi everyone, it's Connie here. We are going to talk today about timing. When it comes to love and relationships, that is one of our biggest topic. It feels like we're always talking about to the nth degree. And so many people don't even think about that when it comes to dating, uh, whether or not they are at the right point or time in their life. Everybody wants love, but are you truly ready? So Connie and I are going to talk a little bit about this back and forth and um, share some of our own personal journeys or stories as well as some of our clients. Okay, so Renee, let's start off with asking you some of the questions. I know that everyone says timing is um, everything and don't they say love is patient? That's one thing I know that some people need to learn in life, but Renee, so how do you know when it's the right time in today? Again or after marriage or after a divorce or just when is the right time in general? That's a great question, Connie. So the one thing that I always tell everybody is if you cannot get through even five minutes, 30 minutes, or a date, the whole date, not just the first couple of hours, without talking about an ex, you are not ready to date. You know, some studies will always show a lot of us, unfortunately, have been divorced or through difficult relationships before we find that person, or even some of our clients who've never actually dated and have no dating experience at all. Um, this is just a very common question that, you know, some studies have even shown that, you know, for every seven years you're in a relationship, you should spend a year of it alone. Um, I don't think enough people spend enough time um, really processing their thoughts and healing from past relationships that carry on to the next ones. Um, you know, we all want to feel love and be loved, so a lot of times people hop into relationships too quick just for that longing to be in a relationship and they're truly not ready. Um, but then for all of my, you know, people out there that have never actually been in a relationship that are still patiently, you know, praying for that right one, I think sometimes I always say they need to go on a couple of dates and not say no to everybody so they do get experience to know what it is they want and don't want. Would you agree on that, Connie? Yeah, I absolutely agree. Some people um, definitely need to go on a couple of those practice dates, even if, you know, not to find the one. And we have to remind our clients that it's not always trying to look for marriage on that first date. Um, it's definitely getting to learn about that someone. And we always say a first, a client that is a match on the first date is everyone's miracle and it's magical. But we have to remember that it's not just focusing on marriage on date number one and just trying to find the core of who that person is. Yeah, so true, so true, so. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> um, what's your next question? So I know that another question that came in is, do you have time in your life today? I know that timing is so important when trying to find the right person. So what do you think about that one? 
another really great question. I mean, I feel personally navigating through this journey and walking and talking what I preach now in this position, um, you really have to be at the right point in your life where you can prioritize a relationship. So, you know, we talk a lot about spaghetti and waffles and how men compartmentalize and women are usually all over the map. But um, if you have a lot of jumbled stuff or things going on in your life and you can't you know, prioritize time to really get to know someone and balance it well and be present in everything you do, then your timing is definitely off as far as dating goes. So that's something I tell a lot of our clients to prayerfully pray when the right time is that they are truly ready to start that relationship. So yeah, I think that's great. And I completely agree. And I know that me and Renee always practice this and always say it to everyone else that you have to prioritize your life right now as what you want in the future so not just working out when you get in that relationship work out now to be the best version of yourself before you get or even not even get in that relationship before you come to us to start searching for that person we want you to feel confident have that self-confident to find that special person and to be happy together and then also work out together after too and I know that comes along with many things even like for example I know that Renee talks about healing and going to a psychologist or things like that do that before as well not just when you get into that relationship which is such a good point you just brought up, Connie. Um, I always say, like, a lot of people will start to work out or feel like they will after they sign up or they're doing something in this nature of being ready for love. And, you know, a lot of our clients and just other people in general, we always say, like, all right, then, you know, we might hold your account for a couple of months because we want you to be healthy. So, you know, what you put out there is what you're also going to attract. You can't wait until you meet this person to realize you didn't, you didn't, they didn't find you attractive because you were like, oh, I wanted to lose 25 pounds or I don't feel like I'm at my best mentally or emotionally or physically. Um, so those are the things that I always tell everybody. I know waiting is really tough, but thank God for our faith when we have God in our corner because he really fuels us to give us that energy and patience to know that everything we do every day, we are working out our mind, body, spirit, and soul for the Lord to bring us the right person. So if we're not in check with that, there's no way we can actually attract the the godly, you know, mate that God has designed for us to meet. So I love that. It's such a good topic. Okay, Renee. So um, another question is, how do you know when you're ready when you actually meet that right person? Ooh, great one. Um, so, I mean, the dead honest truth is, is you don't really know but it's a leap of faith and two people will know at the right timing so you know I love some of the testimonies of our clients that almost didn't go even even on their first date or even their second date with the person that they are now married to today that we've introduced them to um, I remember one particular client I literally had to shut my phone off 30 minutes before she went on her date um, because there were so many, I can't do this, I don't want to. She had been on so many dates prior. She was already like self-doubting, you know, just tearing the date apart. Um, and that is the one that she ended up marrying. And it was actually her first introduction that we, we sent her out on. Counting, you remember that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Such a cool experience. Um, but so I always say, like, it's just a magical moment that's very scary and exciting when you have you know, that realization um, that it's just, you know, sparks fly and um, it's it's what a lot of our clients, they sign up, you know, they sign up with us to have that and it's like they are have the expectations of finding that, 
But then when they actually do fall in love, it's almost like they take 10 steps back of saying, oh my gosh, could this really be real? <laughs> so Yeah, and I feel like it doesn't hit reality when they that actually happens. They're like, oh, you're just telling me to go on this date. Like, um, you know, we always say our clients have to trust in us, but with stories like this, they really have to trust in us. In us. And that's why just hiring a matchmaker or being with, you know, a matchmaking firm is just amazing. Just have the, them to push you along um, with these kind of stories and to get you with the love of your life, even when you least expect to be on that date. Or even, um, I think Renee briefly mentioned about going on a first date and not necessarily knowing if you should go on a second date. Um, like we mentioned before, you don't have to know whether you're going to marry them on the first date. So sometimes you need that a matchmaker behind you just to give you that shove and that push to go on that second date. And, <laughs> so then, the, and then the rest becomes history and it gets to that 10th day and so on. Yeah, I mean, I always say, like, the opportunities missed are the ones that you don't take. So every date is an opportunity to meet somebody, you know, for whatever God's purpose is of why the timing, since that's our topic today, is right that the two of you meet. So I am always saying go on every date as an opportunity to meet another godly person, that it's the right time for whatever reason that is. So Yeah, and we always say you're not on this journey with us to find friends, but we definitely, you know, might push you on to that second date to see if it truly is. Is the one we don't want to hear well we can be friends we want you to put both of your feet in forward and you know your best self and go all in on these dates to make sure that you you really are trying to find that one but not also just figuring out whether you're going to get married already but <laughs> make sure you love that person for the core of who they are Right. And with us in your back corner, it's always great. We say we're there to protect our clients and, and get them on to the next person so that they're never really alone through this journey. So, of course, that's always an advantage for our client standpoint. But, um, yeah, that was a really great question. Yeah, and we always laugh. We're always like your little angels on your shoulders. Listen to our voice while you're in a date and keep pushing you on. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> um, another great question is how long is too long in the date in dating someone without a long-term commitment? So whether that means engagement, marriage, or just the official, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, so many people will tell me that they're dating someone for seven years. I am a victim of that with a couple of relationships. I don't know what they call it, the seven-year itch or something like that, where then you start, you know, really questioning, what are we doing? Um, I'm definitely a firm believer, uh, especially now in my walk and just in wisdom and years of practice and experience and what I preach and, and do. Um, but, you know, you should really know two people should be having the topic of conversation within six or nine months of lifelong goals together, especially when you're meeting somebody not through a matchmaker, um, the, you know, and you're just meeting somebody out there naturally, organically or whatever. You should really know within nine to 12 months if you have a future together. I definitely always encourage people to date for a couple of years to just see through all the seasons and twice, not just one round of the seasons, um, together to know how you navigate through life, family, you know, behavioral things and stuff like that because so many of us are blind and unfortunately victims of people that have emotional or behavioral issues from past uh, you know, childhood or bad relationships. So um, I think that that is what I always often recommend. I mean, a lot of our clients, because they're already at a point and we've done a lot of the checks and the questions and the premarital steps, 
I feel like they're usually getting married within nine months, but I mean that's a that's a little bit of a rule to the exception of the normal. <laughs> yeah, and I think it really just depends. And um, so I'm a little different with Renee on this one. So <laughs> so I do believe though no, I definitely think that you should be talking about those big topic questions, and especially when you're ready, which is what we're talking about during this podcast. Um, but I also think that you have to remember, I'm sure I've mentioned multiple times during this, that love is patient. So if you love someone, I know that we often hear the funny stories that girls are begging to get engaged within a certain amount of time. And the gentleman just, he, I mean, he doesn't necessarily mean he's not ready. It could be, who knows what it could be. He just, you know, we always say guys don't necessarily think about those things right at the bat or the ring or that special engagement. Um, but also I always think that it's a good thing if people talk about their expectations. So when it does get to that nine month mark, um, just remember, you know, have a, you know, have a sit down and how long do you think that you should be when you are potentially getting engaged or married or what that looks like to each one of you. And if one says five years and the other says three, then remember, if you really love each other, then you're going to be patient and you'll compromise and then then maybe you'll be at like three and a half years or something like that. Exactly, and uh, I always think, you know... It does matter on the couple, and definitely conversations is a big part of it. The couch talk conversations, I say, where you're just talking about life goals together. I think that, you know, so many times we all have, like Connie was talking about, you know, our expectations, and if we're not sharing those things, um, I always say women have a million and one expectations, and men, we expect them to figure it out, but we're not the clearest in messaging that to them, (laughs) what our expectations are, so... So, um, you know, that's two people on two different planes that aren't even having a conversation. So I think that that's another, that that's a whole nother topic of conversation, but (laughs) yeah. And it's always in, it's in God's perfect timing. Right. And I just think that, and you'll know when you know two people will for sure. And sometimes we have to go through some experiences together before, you know, maybe that engagement or that marriage comes around, you know, and it's all in the perfect timing. So that was a really great question that often sometimes clients get confused at as people are at different steps in life or people are moving too fast or too slow. But that's why we have to talk about those. Like Renee said, couch talk <laughs> and everything like that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And so I know that I'm definitely going to give this next question to Renee as she feels super... <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> she feels super strong about this. So it is, when is the best time of day for a first date and where should it be? Oh, right. Yeah. Lunch dates are not, don't work. And I mean, it really, you know, I have to be aware that not everybody works with a matchmaker. So people that are out there, you know, either on dating apps or meet someone casually that, of course, like a coffee date or something to just even learn more about each other, obviously is safe. (laughs) Um, But when it comes to somebody that maybe you've already been having conversations with or somebody that you really want to impress or you're really excited about, you definitely need to... And I know guys know this, or if a guy's not doing it, let him book a really nice dinner someplace more than a, you know, a quick, fast cafeteria type of restaurant. Like, it needs <laughs> to be something to impress, right? Um, and I always tell everybody, like, it's so important that you show up all in, too, in every date that you go on. So um, something like a nice dinner date is definitely in uh, requirement when it comes to really impressing somebody that you're interested in and, and going all in, you know. 
or even as um, some of our uh, our clients are like, oh, I hate you know dinner dates, which it's completely okay. But then don't just do something like don't do something too casual. Go to Top Golf and still you know have dinner there. If you're not that person that's necessarily wants to go for that sit down dinner, then do something that's maybe a little more upper class that we can at least get that. Um, you know, just have that time and place to be to talk about those serious things and just get to learn one another. Yeah, and with every date, it's that much more closer to if it doesn't work out to the one you're supposed to be with. So I think that I mean, a lot of people, whether you're you're a serial dater or you're like haven't dated a lot, all need practice. Because even if you're a serial dater, clearly you haven't figured it out yet. If you're still a serial dater. <laughs> And if you've never really gone on a lot of dates, then we need to get you on dates, you know, so that you do get practice. Um, and so I think that that's another um, tool that, you know, you can go through when you're going on a full dinner date. Yeah, and also to feel confident. We need mm-hmm. you to feel confident or like, on those days. <laughs> right, or like Connie was talking about, like a fun, playful yeah. date too, because you need to show your personality at and let that shine through too. Yeah, but over here, there's no lunch dates. <laughs> yeah, and the other big thing that Connie knows I am at, I am huge about is planning. Like there is nothing more sexy than someone planning a date. <laughs> no one wants to show up and not have any plan, you know? Oh, I considering mean, we're talking about time and do not be late. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah do oh, yeah. not be late We're not talking day. about me here, but at the end of the day, you know what I mean? I think that that is a, that is, I mean... Time is the most precious gift you can give anyone. So if you're going to be late, you already know before you're late that you're late. So definitely communicate that. Yeah. <laughs> like there is nothing worse than being late or not showing up at a certain time and leaving somebody. I mean, I always say to my entire team and everybody else, like I'd rather you give me like a really weird emoji but over communicate that you got my text. So there's an, so I know that you received it, especially in today's world with technology. There's so much miscommunication. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, always communicate. <laughs> but that's definitely going to be something on our future podcast so that's another one to plug into because that's a very uh, however uh, timing is part of communication just saying yeah exactly so then considering we're on you know um also still on that time topic so how long should a first date be Ooh, that's a I mean, you know, if it's the right one, it should be timeless. Like, I love it when, you know, you're on a date and you don't even realize that four or five hours went by. Um, I do know that for some of maybe our more introverted clients or just, and I don't even mean to say that, but like people that are maybe new into the dating world or don't have as much experience um, that I always say, like, you know, obviously if you're going out to dinner, that's definitely going to be an hour and a half. Or two, if you're going on to like Top Golf, like Connie mentioned earlier, that's going to be an hour and a half too. Um, at least, at least. So the other thing that we do find is, I always tell everybody, don't word vomit your entire life on the first date. <laughs> you know, our goal that I try to, you know, we work on with all of our clients, I'm like, get to the fifth date to then get to the seventh date where you're truly knowing if this is going to progress. And so, you know, you want to always be positive on every date you go on. Like, you know, don't share all the dark, deep secrets on your first date of like why you are who you are today and then, you know, the negativity of what those details are, but that you're sharing like the positive things of why you are today. So um, I think that that takes time and growth. Um, But yeah, I think it's, I always tell everybody like at least count on like a couple hour date 
um, regardless how it goes, which kind of leads into, too, back to the opportunity. Like, every day, even if you don't know if it's going somewhere, I think it's so important um, that you look at this as an opportunity in a positive way, and you'll have a great time. Yeah, I completely agree with everything that Renee's saying. And we always say, it's like our little code word. It's after we've had our clients go on a date. It's like, how long was the date? And if they say it's over a certain amount of time, we're like, okay, it didn't go bad. I know, we're having like a happy dance uh, on the other side of the phone. Like so excited when they say, oh, we were together like three hours. And oh, and then we planned our next date. And we're like, yes. Yeah, and that's, that's also something even just what Renee brought up about uh, planning the next day, that's also time being in a timely manner. Plan it right then. Go for the kill. Like, do not wait. Like, some people say, well, I'll text them on Monday to plan the next day. Like, no, timing is so precious. And just go ahead and plan that next day if you're into that person and keep trying to progress forward. There's absolutely no harm in having a second date to get to know someone than, you know, wait in those four days and then they think you're not interested. Yeah, and kind of playing off what Connie just said too is, you know, if you have enough curiosity that you want to know more about them, but you're not really sure if romantically, I mean, some of our best relationships and some of the strongest relationships really have built their um, love for one another off of friendship. I mean, I trust me, I am a firm believer the chemistry has to be there. But at the end of the day, coming from the background that I do come from, I'm like, anyone can be made over. And I've done that to some people <laughs> and it's possible but you can't change who the core of somebody is um and you know the reality of it is is you want a best friend in life someone that you makes you better in return you make better and that you just are so passionate about your love for one another so um that's my two cents on that you know i'm gonna go off on a whole nother tangent <laughs> yeah no time is so precious and it, we should cherish every moment with that person whether it's going to be more or not and if you feel that chemistry spend every moment you can yeah i love it it's been another great talk on this episode of one true talks by renee rochelle I look forward to our next chat. Please write in your questions and comments so I can be sure to talk about whatever it is you want to discuss in our next upcoming episode. Lots of love. God bless. XOXO.